BYU Cougar Baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Good afternoon, live from Larry Miller Field, where last night the Cougars started this series off with St. Mary's with a big 10-6 victory. Looking for another win here tonight. A few moments ago, I had a chance to uh, talk with Mike Littlewood about uh, last night's game and also tonight's contest. We'll share that with you right now. We are here with head coach Mike Littlewood. Uh, coach, a great win last night. Uh, we talked a little bit on the postgame. Jordan Wood and certainly didn't have his best stuff. You could see from early in the ball game, but what he battled for, he got, to, got you through five-plus innings. And then Brock Hale being Brock Hale, two home runs, another base hit, and uh, kind of carried the team offensively. Yeah, and Mitch McIntyre's uh, home run to back up uh, Brock's last night was big. But, yeah, you and I talked about it postgame last night. Jordan Wood was a little bit tired in the bullpen, felt like he didn't have a whole lot, but he gutted it out for, for five-plus innings. And uh, also, as we as you and I discussed, it was probably my fault for having early morning waits. We had 6 a.m. waits on Wednesday after that real emotional victory that we had against Oregon on Tuesday. So hopefully there today was – yes, this morning was optional waits. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they all went, but uh, at least in their minds, they feel like they had a choice in this one. Well, it was a great win to start off the series with uh, St. Mary's, a team uh, – uh, one of your rivals here in the conference, and uh, a little change in the lineup today. Tell, uh, tell us your thoughts there. Well, left-handers are hitting 111 against Waldachuk, and so um, you know I feel like Brian Call might be a little bit overmatched. I might be wrong in, in that, but uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get Abe Valdez in there at DH. We've been working Brian Stewart second base um, in practice, so it's not something we just thought of overnight to put him over there. So he should feel comfortable, and uh, just to get another right-hander really in the lineup and. I, I, I bumped Mitch down one spot from six to seven uh, simply so we wouldn't have Clough, right-hander, Mitch. So left, right, left. So they had to. So Waldachuk has to throw to two right-handers before they got to get to Mitch. And so um, just separating those guys a little bit. Hopefully it works tonight. I know Keaton likes to play. You got him at first base tonight. We haven't seen him much there, but uh, he's a gamer. I'm sure he's going to give you a good effort. And, uh, and he's been swinging the bat a little bit better over these last few games. Yeah, I mean, his, his swing's cleaned up a little bit. He, he's a competitor. I mean, he's a senior. He's been around. Uh, he's a guy that we just w- we want to be good, and we want him in our lineup. And you're right. He does want to be on the field, but he's okay with the DH role, um, and that's kind of where he fits on this team right now. But uh, tonight, in particular, we're going to put him at first base. He was a high school infielder, and he'll, he'll handle first base just fine over there. Talk to us a little about Danny. Any, any updates on his shoulder? Uh, same as last night, and then you got Jaron Hall. It's nice to have a guy that you can go back to with that kind of speed and that kind of athleticism. Yeah, um, as our trainer Judd Francis steps in my office, uh, he has a Jelly has a, a grade one AC joint sprain, so it's day to day. He he probably won't play in the field. Uh, is that right, Judd? Thanks. Right. All right, uh, probably won't play in the field because it's his throwing arm, but he could pinch run for us. We hand in a twenty-seven person roster at the plate, and it doesn't change. It can't change with an injury, and so. But he can help us with his with his legs, uh, even if he can. All right, back here, Larry Miller Field. Brent Norton along with uh, Tuckett Slate as we are ready for baseball. Ryan Nova steps in against Easton Walker here on a day. You wait five minutes, you never know about the weather. And right now, uh, sunshine here at uh, Larry Miller Field. And the first pitch from Walker is outside ball one to Novus. Novus one for four. Last night, Cougars a little changed defensively with Kringland at first base. Sue moves to second. Clough at short. Deming at third. 
There's a pop fly out of play. Mitch McIntyre in left, Jaron Hall in center, Brock Hale in right, Noah Hill behind the plate, and, of course, the sophomore Easton Walker on the hill for the Cougars. Walker on the year, two wins, no losses, unbelievably an ERA of zero after 25 innings pitched. There's a ball fouled back. Yeah, he's been fantastic this year. He's only had the two starts, but uh, his bullpen has been fantastic, and uh, his last start was really good. Need another good one from him today. Yeah, what? He went to six innings of one-hit ball against uh, Portland last Friday night. And he's back up on their hill again for his second start of the year. Pitch just missed outside for ball three. Home plate umpire Stephen Fritzoni tonight. Rob Hansen at first base. Travis Eggert at second base. Andrew Wolverton at third. The Gales have changed their lineup a little bit again tonight. Three, two pitchers, a ground ball. Should be an easy play for Jackson Clough. He's got it, and he'll throw him out. Clough, the shortstop's been dynamite out there after just basically the last couple of weeks getting that call to start at short. Yeah, the Cougs are on a six-game winning streak, and he's been at short all six of those games. So he's been a big difference maker there, making all the plays and making spectacular plays as well. Cougars come in 19 wins, five losses on the year. St. Mary's 16 and 10 on the year. Cougars handed St. Mary's their first loss of the conference season last night as Bryce Willits steps in, third baseman. Willits, freshman out of Mission Viejo. We like this kid, really swings the bat well. Hitting 459 on the year and kind of limited action, but I'm telling you, this kid steps up there with a lot of confidence. And had a good night last night, two for four with an RBI. Yeah, he really believes he can hit, has a good flat swing, competes in the box. Here's the 1-1. Outside for a ball. He'll be followed by Joe Vranish and then Eddie House. As this is a very veteran team for St. Mary's. They finished fifth and just out of the playoffs last year. That pitch is down low for ball three. And as we talked about last night, they pretty much had it sewed up. And they went into LMU and got swept and lost the tiebreaker to LMU. Yeah, so all uh, had to win one. Yeah, had to win one game, couldn't do it, and missed out of the tournament last year. 3-1 pitch. That's a little bit low for ball four. So a walk to Willits. And uh, Joe Vranish steps in. You know, we talk about Walker. 25 innings pitch. He's given up uh, 12 hits, two runs, three walks, 14 strikeouts. Opponents are hitting 136, and he has not given up a run. That's only fourth walk of the year. He's he's a guy who pounds the zone. That's one reason why it makes him so good. He just paints with that fastball and really can just throw his fastball inside and out when he wants, where he wants. Joe Vranish steps in. He is the left fielder. And there's a ball fouled back. He had a home run last night. Cougars had three home runs, two by Hale, one by McIntyre. And uh, St. Mary's with one. Branish, uh, his fifth of the year. Top of the first, St. Mary's and BYU West Coast Conference action. We're on the W.TV network tonight, as well as BYU Radio and ESPN 960. There's a nice change that drops in for a strike. Yeah, good location right there. 0-2 count. Now you can go to what you want. 
Try to get you a little ground ball double play or a strikeout here. 0-2 the count. Right-handed hitting Vranish uh, out of Alamo, California. Curveball just up a little bit high for ball two. Or check that ball one. Well, we finally got a new umpire. The last 18 innings have been the same guy <laughs> behind the dish, so it's nice to see a different zone. Walker again from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Fastball up high again. Ball two. 347 down the left field line here in Provo. 343 down the right field line. Big ballpark, 380 in left center, 388 in right center. And 402 to straightaway center field. Cougars with McIntyre in left, Hall in center, and Brock Hale in right. And here's the 2-2 pitch. Ball hit down to uh, Deming. He's got it on to second for one. The return to first in time for the double play. And the Cougars turn the 5-4-3 double play. And St. Mary's retired in the inning. We're through a half an inning. St. Mary's nothing. The Cougars come into the plate on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Radio Network. On the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Back here at Larry Miller Field as the Cougars will come to bat for the first time in the ballgame. Brian Sue will lead it off. Sue playing at second base today. Uh, been a while since we've seen Brian at second. Defensively, Chavin at first, House at second, Diaz a shortstop, and uh, Willits is the third baseman. Vranish in left, Novus in center, Jack Murphy in right, and Santini behind the plate. And Wolichuk on the hill, and the first pitch is way outside, ball one. Yeah, Wolichuk is a preseason favorite to be pitcher of the year in the conference. Strikes out a little over a batter per inning. 90 to 93 mile an hour fastball, good changeup and breaking ball. He's a good pitcher. Ball and no strikes to Sue. Again, pitch way outside for ball 288 on the fastball there. Waldachuk, uh, two wins, two losses, 3.42 earned run average. Left-hander wearing number 35 for St. Mary's. 6'4", 220 out of uh, San Diego. 2-0 pitch, that's up high for ball three. He'll be taken all the way right here. Interesting last night uh, on the postgame, you know, we talked about Jordan not looking comfortable the entire night starting early and yeah that's exactly what uh, coach Littlewood said even in the bullpen he said he just didn't feel great coach uh, took a little of the uh, criticism himself by requiring a lift on Wednesday after that big uh, Oregon win and he thought that might have had a little of impact three and one now the count to Sue outside ball four so the Cougars with a quick base runner and that'll bring Noah Hill to the plate. Noah moving up from the number eight spot to number two in the lineup. And again, right now, Coach Littlewood thinking, let's get as many right-handers in there against Wallachuk as possible. That's why Call's sitting down tonight. Yeah, a little bit of a matchup to today. Get one more righty in the lineup against Wallachuk. Yeah, Wallachuk uh, left. He's hitting 111 against him, so pretty good move. 
Hill's been good. He was two for two last night with an RBI. And the first pitch to Noah Hill is down low for ball one. Cougars with the win last night, 19-5 and five now. Overall, all time, this is the 30th time these two teams have played. The Cougars hold a 19-10 advantage, and they're 9-1 here in Provo. Good fastball at 89 for a strike. We know Waldachuk has been as, as high as 94, but I think we've, the most we've seen him here tonight early is 89. Cool evening in Provo. We've had uh, several snow squalls roll through here over the last two or three hours. There's a bunt down the first baseline. Past the pitcher. Hill's got a hustle, and he's going to beat it out. Great push bunt there by Noah Hill. Once it got past the pitcher, you knew it was probably going to be a base hit. Boy, perfect execution right there by Noah Hill. Yeah, it really was. And like you said, once he got it past the pitcher, it was basically a foot race of can he beat the pitcher to the bag, and he does for a little single there to get first and second here with Brock Hill. Hill steps in, three for four last night, including two home runs, four RBIs for Hill. He's now up to 21 on the year. Yeah, he's, and Hill, an all-conference performer last year, and I'll tell you, he's uh, putting up some numbers already. He's really starting to catch fire, too. Uh, three home runs this week. Really getting it going. Just in time when the Cougs need him here in conference play. Wallachuk. First pitch is inside ball one. Well, that's the key to Waldachuk. He he's, he's proven throughout his career that he'll walk guys, that he can be a little bit erratic with his command. So force him to throw strikes, and when you get a ball elevated, put a good swing on it. Ball and no strikes. Sue at first. Hill, or Sue at second. Hill at first. And Wallachuk's pitch is uh, fouled off. Boy, big hack right there by Brock. Hill just missed it. Yeah, 90 miles an hour right there. Cougars are going for win number 20 tonight. Guess when they got win 20 last year? What, in May? <laughs> May 10th. Was it? Yeah. May 10th. Yeah. Six weeks difference. And they're going for 20 tonight. They've won 20 games every year since 1965. So... They've never really had a down-down year in this uh, program. Wow, that's a six-week difference. Huh? Well, <laughs> it, it feels about two-month difference yeah. with, with the way the last year energy-wise compared to this year. So, One ball and one strike. Nobody out. Cougars threatening here in the first inning. All the Chucks pitches down low for ball two. Game three tomorrow, 1 o'clock here. Gales and Cougars, and then the Cougars will play in Salt Lake uh, Tuesday night at 6. Get on the plane Wednesday, head to San Diego to take on the Toreros Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week. Cougars have uh, won six straight. They've done that twice this year. They put two six-game winning streaks together. And that ball's hammered. Shortstop knocks it down, comes up with it, but no play. That was a very tough play. I think you got to go base hit yeah, there. Yeah, go base hit on that. I mean, he hammered that ball. It's a tough play, play, to, play to make. And the thing is, the, the base runner, Sue, is kind of right in front of the fielder that made it even tougher. But that was an absolute bullet off the bat of Brock Hale. 
And uh, that will bring uh, Valenzuela, the head coach, the sixth-year head coach, out to the uh, mound. And the Cougars have got bases loaded. And Jackson Clough, they did flash air up there. I think they probably will change that. Hill just absolutely hit a rocket out there. Valenzuela is the head coach, but he's been a pitching coach. He was Tony Gwynn's pitching coach for a long time at San Diego State. Long chat on the hill is uh, trying to settle uh, all and chuck down. You know, it's interesting. I asked Coach uh, Littlewood on the pregame, hey, does this kind of weather borrow the you know, bother these California teams? He says, well, I always thought it did until Loyola came in here last year and beat us three in, 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 in a snowstorm. Yeah, three games, pretty much snowstorm and rain, and they took it to us last year. So a little big chance right here for Clough to add to his RBI total. Bases loaded, no outs. Like you said, lefties are a tough matchup against Waldachuk, so he's got to really see that breaking ball up and make him throw it for a strike and then be on time for a fastball. Clough steps in, bases loaded, nobody out. St. Mary's back in the infield. That ball hit Clough on the elbow. So a hit batter, Clough picks up an RBI, and the Cougars lead one to nothing. Fastball, it just got away from the big left-hander, and you can see he's just really struggling with his command here early. Yeah, he really is. It did, fastball up and in. Got him right on the elbow. Luckily had that pad there. So Clough picks up his 27th RBI of the year. Still bases loaded. As, as I was saying, the uh, Gale's back in the infield, so anything hit, hit up the middle, they're going to try to turn two. And Deming fouls the first pitch off for strike one. Well, Deming had a rough day yesterday. Didn't really see it well. Kind of had a couple of bad strikeouts swinging outside the zone. He was frustrated with himself, but uh, had good P today, and I think he's a guy that could really do well against this matchup. Yeah, 0 for 4 last night for the freshman. And Wallenchuk's pitch to Deming is outside, one and one the count. Very little wind blowing. Last night we had a lot of wind early in that ball game that uh, really made it a kind of a hitter's paradise in the ballpark. Uh, tonight a little cooler, but not as much wind. Center fielder playing very deep, uh, Ryan Novus. And Deming takes that pitch up high, and you can just see Wallenchuk really. Struggling with the command, and we haven't seen that out of him over his first three years of work. Yeah, which is interesting because in his warm-up pitches, every single one of them was strike, 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 and then he's come out in the game and maybe just trying to throw too hard in the situation. Yeah, a little pumped up. Yeah. Two balls and a strike. And here's the pitch. That's way outside for ball three. I mean, Brent, his misses have been big misses. They're not even close. You really need to take advantage of it here if you're Deming, and it has to be the best pitch in the world right here, or you have to make him prove he's got to throw a strike to get you to 3-2. Game one starter Kevin Milam really struggled last night and first gave up five runs. And the Cougars threatening here to put up a crooked number here early. 
And Wallenchuk's pitch. And that ball hit pretty well. Center fielder going back just short of the track will make the catch. Oh, he dropped it. He did drop the ball. I think they're going to call it safe. Yes, he did drop the ball out there. Novus. That'll be an error on the center fielder. Got there in plenty of time, and it just popped out of his glove. And now Valenzuela is going to go out and talk to the second base umpire who made the call. Novus is out there acting like I was trying to get the ball out of my glove. Oh, no, he never caught it. It, it was popped never right in out. his there glove. There was no transfer. It popped right out. So E8, Cougars have scored two in the inning. And they still have bases loaded, nobody out. And that's going to bring Valdez to the plate. Abraham gets the start. Backup catcher, DH. I know Coach Littlewood doesn't like to have both catchers in the lineup for fear of an injury. Yeah. But with him at the DH role, it gives him a little more flexibility as Valdez steps in. This uh, St. Mary's team was ranked number two in the nation in fielding percentage, 986, coming in to the series. They had a couple errors last night. And the first pitch to Valdez is up a little bit high, but he couldn't check his swing, went around for strike one. Valdez is junior out of San Diego, 385 average, very limited action for Abe. He only had 13 at-bats. He's had some big at-bats, though. He had that huge uh, uh, two-RBI double against Oregon on Tuesday and some hits against UVU last week. Done a good job in his limited action. Here's the 0-1. That gets away from the catcher down the third baseline. And the count evens up at a ball and a strike. Boy, the Cougars. Just what uh, you would dream about if you're Coach Mike Littlewood. You're getting off to a good... Great start against Wallenchuk. Yeah, you want to get him on the ropes early, and so far you have a chance to really turn this into a really big inning. You've gotten two across, but there's still no outs and bases loaded. You want to get greedy here and put up a big inning. Ball in a strike. Pitch to Valdez. Ball hit pretty well. Right fielder is going to go back. He'll make the catch. Another run scores from third base, and the Cougars now lead 3 to nothing. Valdez, again, very productive at bat. With the sacrifice, Fly picks up his seventh RBI of the year. Yeah, good swing right there. Line drive to, to deep right field for a sack fly. It's exactly what you want him to do. Now you just need Mitch to find a way to bring in that one more run. So McIntyre will step in. There's been only one hit in the inning. That was a bunt single, although, although they will... They haven't shown it on the board yet. They're still showing two errors. Yeah. We think they're going to change Brock Hill's uh, liner to short to a base hit, but they haven't done it yet, at least on the board. And the first pitch to uh, McIntyre drops in a curveball for a strike. Yeah, good breaking ball. Started right at his back hip and then breaks on the inner half for strike one. That's why he's so deadly against left-handers. Clough at third base, Deming at first. And McIntyre with an opportunity to pick up his uh, 16th RBI of the year. There's a bunt back to Wallenchuk. That's going to score a run. And nobody covering first base. And that ball's thrown down into right field. One run scores. Here comes Deming. He's going to try to score. Here comes the throw. Not in time. And the Cougars lead this one 5 to nothing. 
What a great bunt by oh, McIntyre. Really Tremendous. And then the second baseman didn't come over to cover the bag at second. I think you've almost got to give McIntyre a base hit there. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to. No, they're going to go E1. And it was the catcher that threw it, not the pitcher. So they got it all messed up over there. Yeah, the board's all messed up, but it definitely 100% was a hit and then an error. So the Cougars have scored five. McIntyre now at second base as he was past the bag before the throw was even near the bag. He clearly beat that out. And it was the catcher that threw it, not the pitcher. First pitch to Kringlin is over for a strike. So the Cougars, five runs, we think now, on three hits. Three hits. They're and showing two now. Be. Yeah. So, so I think but they gave they, him a hit and an error. Maybe on that they one. did. Maybe they, they, they did. Yeah. They just flashed air up. So we'll have yeah, to get that Yeah, it does say done. on here on the stats it says singled advanced to second on an air. So a bunt single. And Kringlin, little fly ball. Short stop going out in left field makes the play for the out. So Keaton Keaton pops up for out number two. And Jaron Hall steps in. Cougars have a hit around here in the first. They lead five to nothing. Well, back-to-back games. Put a five spot in the first and, and hit all the way through your lineup. That's a great way to start against a team that came in here undefeated in league play and picked to win the league. So Hall steps in. He was one for three with two RBIs last night. Just finished football. Came in, they said, hey, get out there in center field. Uh, Jelich is hurt. So he ran out, took over, made a couple of good plays out there, especially one just about went over the wall to catch a ball. And Hall fouls that pitch off. And now all of a sudden, look, another storm's coming through. The wind's blowing out to right field again. That's a crazy day. We've had two little snowstorms in the last couple hours that last about ten minutes, and then it gets sunny and... Was, won't make up its mind. Yeah, start of the game was really nice here. Sunny and absolutely no wind. And now conditions have changed. Well, Chuck's pitch is uh, outside for a ball. Well, he's at 27 pitches now here in the first inning. Well, the Chuck was a second-team All-American last year. I remember as a freshman, he came in and was just kind of a thrower. Yeah. He was their closer. You're right. But he has uh, got a couple of pitches in the repertoire now that he didn't have as a freshman. And you wouldn't know it from this first inning, but really considered probably the top pitcher in the conference. Pitches over for a strike one and two. Well, that's the first time he's gotten to a two-strike count this inning. For a guy who's a big strikeout tight pitcher, you, you can tell that his command really hurt this inning. He is at 28 pitches here, and he's only pitched two-thirds of an inning. And Hall trying to extend it. And uh, Jaron swings and misses, goes down on strike. Cougars five runs. We'll say on three hits, three errors, and one man left. We are through one complete. Cougars five, and the Gales nothing on your W.TV, New Skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Edward House steps in. First pitch from Easton Walker is over for a strike. So Walker, the recipient of those five runs the Cougars got in the bottom of the first, and they lead 5-0 here early. Three errors by St. Mary's in that inning. 
There's a line shot right at Deming. Wow. Makes the catch for the out. Good play by Austin. Great reaction there by Deming. Battling a little. Believe it or not, the wind's blowing. It feels like it's going to snow at any second, but the sun's out. Sun got to be a little bit of a challenge right now for Deming and also uh, Clough and also McIntyre in left. Well, especially because Deming was playing bunt coverage and he was in front of the bag, <laughs> so that was a tough play. That brings in Milam. He uh, started last night. And the first pitch from Easton Walker is over for a strike. Boy, it's just unfortunate we can't get a couple of good days in a row yeah. of weather. It just has been a... The weekend. It's all about the those, weekend. Yeah, it's always the weekend. Yeah. Early in the week, normally nice. And then swing and a miss, especially the Cougars' uh, three straight home series. Now they're going to be on the road for most of April. Well, the crazy thing was is the projection today was that everything would be gone by 2 o'clock and we'd be, it was like a 10% yeah. chance of moisture tonight. Well, now we're sitting in the 40 to 50% chance. Ball fouled off. Yeah, the sky's a big old black cloud rolling over Squaw Peak over White Mountain right now. It's amazing we're not uh, having any more uh, precip than we've seen. No balls, two strikes. Here's Easton Walker's pitch. Good curveball. Boy, that must have been just up a little bit. Good pitch there by Walker. Fooled Milam. I think Milam thought he'd been rung up. Yeah, I think so, too. It must have been up. Did, haven't seen a replay on it, but it was a close pitch. Here's the 1-2. That's over for a strike. No doubt about that one. Two men down. Two men out, and that brings up uh, Austin Chavin. He was 0 for 3 last night, the first baseman. 286 average. As Chavin steps in, he is a senior out of San Ramon, California, same town that uh, second baseman for the Cougars, Brian Sue's from. But uh, Sue, I think, was uh, there a little earlier than Chavin. Looks like it's snowing out there now, just lightly. Yeah, I think it is. That uh, pitches outside snow uh, or the uh, cloud. Here, here it comes. You could see it coming over Squaw Peak, and now the you could feel it coming, and it's uh, snowing quite heavily here in the ballpark. Well, you think advantage pitcher in that situation. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Just missed him. Ball three. Well, these uh, St. Mary's kids will have something to write in their journal tonight. Yes, they will. Play baseball in the snow today. It's coming down pretty heavy. Yes, it is. Pitches up high, ball four. So a two-out walk, and that will bring uh, Jack Murphy to the plate. And uh, I don't know what the situation is, but I'll tell you, it's snowing so hard, I don't know if you need to turn the heat on. Well, the heat's on. The, the issue is is that when it's coming down this fast, it, it, it can't keep up with it. Well, they're going to bring the, the teams in. As we've just got a blizzard going here in Provo, we could kind of feel it coming. As the Cougars will come in, as to uh, the uh, St. Mary's Gales. And already you're seeing as the players uh, 
run across the field. They're making uh, their footprints. There's been that much snow fall just in the last, like, 45 seconds. Yeah, a lot of snow. Cougars lead 5 to nothing. We're in the top of the first, two men out. And a uh, pretty good-sized snowstorm just rolling through Provo. But, uh, you know, give it two or three minutes, and we'll probably have more sunshine. Yeah, exactly. The uh, As we talked about, these snow squalls just keep rolling through and uh, making it pretty tough here to play baseball. We're going to send it back. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with an update on the, on the game and on weather. Here on uh, your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. On the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. All right, back here with uh, Tuckett Slade. And uh, Tuck, a great uh, start for uh, the Cougars here as they got off to a, a 5 to nothing lead. Uh, thanks in part to Wallachuk not being able to find the strike zone and also three errors. They only had two base hits in the inning. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, you take five any way you can get them. Right now it has stopped snowing and almost looks like the sun's going to come out. And the radar shows that in the next 10, 15 minutes it should clear up. Yeah, that's, I guess the umpires are going to come back out in about 10 minutes, make a decision and get going. But then you've got to give Easton you know, another 10 minutes to get warmed up. So you're probably looking at 10 to at least 20 minutes before you're going to start again. But I don't know why they, they, they should have just went and hung out in the dugout for a little right. bit. It, okay, it passed. Easton gets on there. He throws a few warm-ups, and we're ready to go now because now the sun shines out. Well, we talked about it. You know, wait five minutes, and yeah. now the sun is brightly out in yeah. left field. And, uh, boy, it's this time of year, March. You never know what you're going to get. Well, I just got word that the umpires are now coming out now. So, All right, well, we're going to keep it right here then. And uh, we thought we might take a little bit of a break. I'd like to thank... Uh, the BYU Radio Network, that includes um, all the apps as well as XM143, BYU Radio, and uh, ESPN 960, as well as uh, live tonight on the W.TV Network. And uh, Cougars won last night by a score of 10-6, to 6, and they're up here big. Right now there's uh, two men out, a runner at first base for St. Mary's as the game was halted due to a, a pretty good blizzard. I mean, that thing blew in in a hurry, and you could see that cloud come across Squaw yeah. Peak in front of Wye Mountain. You knew it was coming, just a matter of time. Well, it makes 100% sense for them to leave the field at that point because it was so bad you couldn't see the baseball. But, uh, yeah, crazy. It, it, seriously, that's like the fourth one today in the last couple hours that's done just exact, exactly that. And look how good that heater's working. Yeah, it's, the, it's gone. Yeah, the, the snow has gone off the field. Yeah, um, uh, you really can't feel the heater. I nope. don't think when you're out there on the on you it. Cannot. But, uh, but that's because it's uh, you know pretty cool if you have to turn it on. To, but this uh, definitely works and a, a nice uh, design of engineering. It's the only field in the country that is designed this way with heat underneath to do what it just did. Yeah, melt that snow. And and the worst part about these little delays is it's it's for the pitchers. Right, I mean, it takes a second for your your pitchers to get going, and once they get hot, if they cool down, it, you start to get to the point where you could injure somebody. You don't want to get them hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. So, you need to get the umpires back out here before it's too long of a delay and get going because it's beautiful. Let's play. Well, the Cougars' uh, reg- regular players, position players, are now out in front of the dugout starting to throw. There's a couple of St. Mary's hitters out in the on deck circle. They're ready. And we're just waiting for the men in blue to come out. 
We're going to take another 90-second break and be back with hopefully more Cougar baseball action right after this on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, back here, Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade, as uh, we're again ready for baseball. As Easton Walker out to his final warm-up tosses, I'm sure they'll give him as much as he needs. And the Gales will have a runner first base, two men down, top of the second. Cougars leading 5 to nothing over St. Mary's. Cougars won game one, 10 to 6. They've won six straight, and they are looking for their 20th win of the year here tonight. And number 14, Jack Murphy, right fielder, will step in. You can see it's snowing heavily up on the foothills east of the ballpark. But here right now, no precip coming down. And it actually looked fairly good to our to the west of us. But there might be more of those squalls coming through. First pitch is over for a call strike one to Murphy, who was one for four last night. Yeah, it's just going to be hit and miss all night. Going to be a... Probably a long game with a few delays. Wind blowing from left to right. And here's the 0-1, and that is down low. A ball and a strike. Uh, the crowd uh, the crowd that was here have all kind of moved up underneath the, the roof. And, boy, look at that thing move as the, the wind blows. A ball and a strike as Walker, the sophomore out of Pleasant Grove, rocks and fires, and that pitch is fouled straight back. Heaters in the dugout tonight? Yeah, there's big old propane, just deep. I actually think they're big diesel heaters in there. A lot of <laughs> Both power. dugouts? Yeah, both dugouts. We're, we're hospitality here. You know, we, we, we make sure they take care of the, the visiting team. Here's the one-two from Walker. Ball hit out to uh, Kringlin. He's got it. He'll step on the bag, and that'll do it for St. Mary's here in the second inning. Three unassisted on the putout. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We're through one and a half. Five nothing. Cougars leading St. Mary's on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. All right, back here as we go to the bottom of the second inning. Cougars leading 5 to nothing over St. Mary's. And Brian Sue will lead it off as we go to the bottom of the second. Uh, Cougars hit around in the first, scored five runs. Sue started the game off with a walk his first time up. And that pitch is a little bit high for a ball. Well, it's been over a half hour since Waldachuk has taken the mound, too, with that little delay. See how he comes back after that little bit of a rest, if it settles him down or if he can't get loose again. Sue hits this ball deep into the hole. It's short. Diaz up with it, throw to first, not in time. And that ball gets past the first baseman, but that's a just a base hit. Yeah, Wouldn't absolutely. have had Sue. So Brian leads off the second inning with a... Single. Here you can see the replay on the W.TV as Sue hit that ball deep into the hole. Brian with good speed, and he was across the bag before Diaz could make the throw. It did get away from the first baseman way up the line. Yeah, once he hit that, I'm like, oh, he's safe. That's a tough play to make in the six hole with him running. 
Now Noah Hill, who had a bunch single his first time up, steps in and he pops on up down the first base side out of play. Hill now hitting uh, 361 on the year. He's three for three in this uh, first two games of the series. And now we've got uh, another delay. Yeah, so we have our field manager, RJ, down there showing the umpires his phone, which is in a red warning, which is a lightning warning, which that's an automatic half hour when that happens, which there hasn't even – you haven't seen any lightning anywhere. I don't know what. So we are going to have a warning due to lightning. And unfortunately, uh, we'll have to uh, probably take a break here and uh, send it back to BYU Studios, also ESPN 960, and uh, the W.TV, and uh, we'll rejoin you. We'll try to get uh, maybe an explanation. We'll take a 90-second break, try to get an explanation from the dugout on exactly what is going on here before we break away from the action. So let's take a 90-second break and be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, we are back here at Larry Miller Field, still trying to kind of figure this out. The umpires, the game manager all over there near the BYU dugout along with Mike Littlewood and trying to figure out exactly uh, what the meter apparently is saying. Not sure if that's lightning or, I mean, I've seen in most ballparks they have a, a structure in the ballpark, especially like in Texas, for tornado lightning type thing. And when that thing starts beeping, the siren, then you automatically get off. Here at BYU, we don't have an automatic when we have a, a meter, apparently, we have, a handheld meter. We have an app on our phone that, that gives you a red alert and when they get it. We're just waiting for the sensor to go green, so they keep refreshing their phone, refreshing their phone, because right now it's saying that the, there's lightning up in the mountains up above us, which is in range. So, and I get it. It's better to be safe than sorry, but with you just hate to keep putting these athletes in back-and-forth situations like this. Nobody has fun in these situations. Well, if you're not familiar with Provo, if you're watching on the W.TV, maybe a St. Mary's fan, campus is located literally a mile from the base of, of a mountain that's uh, seven 8,000 feet tall. So you can get these readings, and, and the uh, as these snow squalls move over, I'm not a weatherman. Tuck, you're more of a weatherman than I am, but uh, but you're definitely going to see these uh, red alerts come up maybe here when when it you know might not be as close to you as... as uh, but again, like you said, uh, better be safe than sorry. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's frustrating because, I mean, you haven't seen anything. Obviously, haven't heard any thunder with it. But, uh, I mean, you'd hate to it's, – it's a mandatory school rule that when we're in red alert that we have to be off the field. It happens to us in the fall during camps and whatnot all the time. So, basically, we're looking at this sensor right now and uh, waiting for it to turn green. Once yep. it turns green, we can go play. That looks luckily, like a red alert to me. Yeah, luckily – Usually it's a mandatory, like, 30 minutes when the red alert goes on that you have to be off. But with the way the umpires are staying out, it looks like it's kind of like once it turns green, boom, we're going to go back and play. All right, well, we're going to take it back. Let's take a two-minute break and hopefully be back uh, with uh, 
The red alert gone and a little more baseball being played here at Larry Miller Field. Uh, we'll send it back on the W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. All right, back here, uh, Brent Norton along with Tuckett Slade. Uh, still in a delay as uh, the red alert is still showing up on the phones here. And... Uh, Cougars leading uh, this one by a score of 5 to nothing. They scored all five in the first inning. There were uh, three base hits officially right now. That one, that one, there might be four hits and two errors, but right now it's three hits and three errors, and the Cougars scored five. And uh, they came out in the bottom of the second. Brian Sue got a base hit to lead off the inning. And then the alerts went off, and uh, we are in a delay right now. Here in Provo, Cougars won last night by a score of 10 to 6, and the uh, Gales uh, looking to uh, come back strong here tonight. But the Cougars off to a great start, and um, we are just kind of in a waiting mode. I think what we are going to do is uh, send it back uh, to BYU Radio. They can go back to regular programming, and then we'll have uh, a few minutes. Uh, uh, to let them know when we're going to be back on the air. And uh, so we'll warn you as soon as things go back on, we'll uh, we'll be back on the air on the W, also on uh, the BYU Sports Network and ESPN 960. So with that, we'll say uh, so long right now from Larry Miller Field here in Provo. BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, what do they say about spring in Utah? Wait five minutes and uh, the, the things could change. We're just about ready to go back to baseball action as we have the all clear on the uh, the weather app here. And Ken Waldachuk is out uh, making his final warm-up tosses. And Noah Hill will come up with uh, Brian Sue at first base. Nobody out here in the bottom of the second. Cougars leading by a score of... Uh, Five to nothing. Brent Norton and uh, Tuckett Slade and Tuckett's. Uh, but it seems like we've been here about two hours and we've only played an inning and a half. Yeah, I mean we're at. Uh, we've been. It's been an hour of game time and we're only inning half in. It's going to be a long night. Which hey, no better place to be in the ballpark uh, for especially for us. We're in, we're in a a heated, you know, dry building up here. Those guys down there can freeze. Let's watch a little baseball and enjoy it. No balls and a strike. As they are giving Waldachuk as many warm-up tosses as he needs. He's thrown 31 pitches through just an inning and one hitter. Well, it's interesting how he'll come back from this. He's had two little delays now of to 10 minutes each, 10 to 15 minutes each delay. They didn't have good stuff at all command-wise in the first inning. You know, gave up a leadoff single here in the second and, and maybe, maybe this little break calmed him down, all that. You know, he came out amped up. Maybe he's not amped up anymore and, and can come in uh, and pitch how he normally does. So no balls and a strike to Noah Hill as, uh, you know, Pretty good, pretty good crowd, and uh, they're they're pretty much hanging around. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it really is. Given the uh, the conditions that we've seen so far here tonight, when Waldachuk's going to throw his uh, throw the whole game out there, getting warmed up. 
he's had to have thrown 20, 25 pitches getting ready for this inning. And he's already thrown 30 coming in through one inning. He's still pumping 89 on the radar gun, so arm's still feeling good. He's ready now as Noah Hill will step in. All right, let's play some baseball. Hill steps in. Sue, good speed at first base. He's got uh, two stolen bases on the year, and Noah Hill squares the bunt, fouls it off for strike one. Noah, little push bunt single his first time up. Really, th- that was the key hit It was of yeah. that first inning when the Cougars pushed five runs across. Yeah, Sounds kind of weird, but I think yeah, it was. It really was. I mean, that got things going. And then Brock hit one hard, and... Then there was a couple of sack flies, uh, hit batters, and put up five runs. It's what you want to do to, to get things started. But you're right, that was the key. 0-1-2. That's outside for a ball. Our game started an hour ago. We've had a couple of weather delays, a couple of squalls roll through. Heavy uh, snow, and then we had actually a lightning delay. And now we're back to baseball as Ken Waldachuk. Two wins, two losses on the year. And Noah hits this ball pretty well. Left fielder going back a couple of steps. He's there and makes the catch for the out. Ranish makes the catch. Ranish, you can say, almost over, ran past this ball, had to come back hard. Yeah, with the way the ball carried last night, he probably thought that thing was going to keep going and then realized, uh-oh, and it just stopped on it. He did a good job adjusting and come back and making that play. Had to come back, get on one knee, and make the catch as uh, Brock Hale comes to the plate. Now with one man out, one man on. Hale this year, 307 average, six home runs, 21 RBIs. He scored 26 times, and the first pitch to Hale is fouled off for strike one. That's the hardest pitch of the game, two at 91. Brock Hale, the senior out of Mesa, Arizona, all-conference performer last year, preseason pick also this year. Here's the 0-1 that pitches up high. I'm sure the coaches around the league are wondering, Brock Hill is back again. Yeah. Probably for the last three years they've been wondering that. Yeah, they, they definitely have been wondering, hey, isn't this guy gone already? Cause isn't he, he playing in some minor league ballpark? Yeah, he should be. Ball and a strike. That pitches up high. Ball two. Looked like a straight change there from Waldachuk and missed badly. It's so interesting the way they play Brock. The center fielder is like two feet from the warning track. The right fielder is deep. But the left fielder is shallow, which is interesting because he's a pull-power type guy. Now, granted, his home run was the center yesterday, but it's just interesting kind of the way they're playing him. 2-1 pitch to Hale. That's down low, ball three. Cougars five runs on three hits. The Gales, who are the number two rated team in the nation defensively, have committed three errors in this game, two errors last night. And their two starters, Milam and Waldachuk, have both gotten off to really bad starts here. 
And we talked about uh, with Coach Littlewood, uh, both teams don't play very well in each other's parks. Cougars over the last uh, three years certainly haven't played well in Moraga, uh, just as the Gales have not played well here in Provo. Yeah, it's just funny the way that works sometimes. 3-1 pitch, Hale ram, hammers this one deep right field. Right fielder going back, and that is short hops the wall. Here comes Sue around third base. He's going to score, and Brock Hale with a double and an RBI, and the Cougars lead 6 to nothing. Man, I tell you what, Brock Hale is on time to fastballs right now. Got a 3-1 fastball running away, and he hammered that pitch. That knee-high right fielder could see it was over his head. Uh, Jack Murphy did a nice job of playing the ball off the wall, as you can see on the replay. Then he kind of bobbled the ball. Sue, with a great speed, able to score. Well, the and crazy thing is how deep the right fielder's playing, and he was still able to beat him. That's how hard that ball was hit. Cougars add one here in the second. And the pitch to Jackson Clough is inside ball one. Clough was hit by a pitch his first time up with bases loaded, so picked up an RBI. Clough leads the team with 27. Hale now has 22 after that double. And here's the 1-0 pitch, and Clough a good swing, fouled it straight back. Yeah, good aggressive swing on that fastball. Just kind of ran it up on the hands there. Cougars and Gales here, game two. West Coast Conference Series. Go over some of the other action that's uh, happening tonight in the conference. That pitch is over for call strike two. Yeah, good location right there. That's actually the best pitch he's thrown fastball-wise, location-wise right there of the game. Uh, San Francisco, all-night game. San Francisco at Santa Clara, Pepperdine at Pacific, LMU at Portland, and San Diego at Gonzaga. So those will all be scheduled for tonight. We'll try to keep, keep you updated on those scores as we go throughout the game. Good pitch to Clough, a curveball, and uh, he swings and misses for out number two. And that will bring to the plate Austin Deming. Deming hit a long fly ball. Right fielder Ryan Novus went over and just glanced off his glove for an error. So the Cougars were the benefit of uh, three errors in the first inning. Took they lead 6-0. Took a good swing out of it. Hit it deep to center. And here is Ken Waldachuk's pitch, and that is down low for ball one. That's the 45th pitch by Waldachuk. And he is not out of two innings yet. Sun out again here in Provo. Unbelievable day with these uh, snow squalls rolling through. And here's the 1-0 pitch. That catches the inside corner. One ball and one strike. Yeah, first time he's able to throw that change at first strike. Good take there by Deming. Hadn't seen that yet. It's a good pitch right there by Waldachuk. Waldachuk uh, has got himself in great shape. Used to be a little bigger. He's got the beard going. Uh, wouldn't even have recognized him from the last uh, couple of years. 1-1 one, one pitch. Deming fouls this one off, off the right side. Right, 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 right. 
One and two the count to uh, Deming. He'll be followed by Abraham Valdez. Cougars come in 19 and 5. St. Mary's 16 and 10. And here is Waldachuk's pitch to Deming on the outside corner for call strike three. Cougars score one run on two hits. No errors. One man left. We're through two now. 6 nothing BYU over St. Mary's on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here as we go to the third. 6 nothing Cougars leading. J.C. Santini, the catcher, up for the first time. There's a shot off the glove of Deming and Santini with a single. That good hard contact there. Deming kind of dove and just hit it off his hill, it looked like. Hill of his glove. First hit of the ball game by St. Mary's. Here we, If you're watching on the W, you can see that uh, ball hit hard. And Deming got his glove on it, but just glanced off into shallow left field. Gio Diaz now, the shortstop, steps in, and he fouls the pitch off. Diaz hitting 282 on the year with uh, 11 RBIs. He is a sophomore out of Brentwood, California. And here's the pitch. That's down low. A ball and a strike. Well, what St. Mary's proved last night and what they did against uh, Santa Barbara on Tuesday is they're not out of these games. They came back hard last night, made it a close game. They they scored six runs late to beat Santa Barbara on Tuesday. They're a good team, and they fight. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's over for a strike. The key is that if you're Easton, you just have to make them earn everything. Make them get multiple hits to score. You can't give up walks or hit by pitches to give them multiple opportunities to to score runs. 1-2 pitch. Ball fouled up and out of play. Mike Littlewood, 198 wins as the head coach for the Cougars, 148 losses. Seventh year at uh, BYU. Assisted by Trent Pratt, Brent Herring, new uh, pitching coach Michael Bradshaw, and Tuckett Slate here to my right, director of uh, operations. And here's the one-two. Boy, good curveball there. Diaz goes down swinging. One man out. That's the second strikeout by Easton Walker. In the ballgame, top of the order, Ryan Novus steps in. That's a perfect location. One-two breaking ball that by the time he swings, it's almost in the dirt. Oh, that is a nasty pitch. That thing had some severe downward spiral on it. It's a great pitch right there. (laughs) Hard to believe you could grip the ball in this cold weather to be able to throw a curveball like that. Yeah, no kidding. Ball hit up the middle. This could be two. 
On to Sue for one. The return to first in time for the double play. Great play. Four, six, three. And the Cougars have turned two here early in this uh, ball game. They lead it after two and a half, six to nothing on your W.TV, New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Abraham Valdez leads it off for BYU as we go to the bottom of the third. Ken Waldachuk is uh, a ball one. Waldachuk, a lot of preseason national honors coming in this year. As he just continued to get better and better as a pitcher, as a swing and a miss by Valdez. Ball and a strike to Abraham. That's up high for a ball. Abe had a nice sack fly in that first inning. Good hard line drive to right. Swing and a miss. Two and two the count. As Waldachuk uh, trying to work here in the third. He's now up to 52 pitches as Valdez hits this one. Shortstop Diaz up with it. And he throws Valdez out for out number one. Yeah, good break. A good fastball right there. Abe just rolled over on it. Good play by Diaz. Kind of like lobbed it over there on the run to first. Usually when they're coming on the run, they usually just fired over there. Looked like he saw he had plenty of time, but good play as he came, charged the ball, took it on a short hop, and made a good play as uh, McIntyre steps in. He singled his only time up. Mitch now a 268 average, and I think start of the week, I think he was hitting 211. Yeah, he was low he's re- twos. He's raised his average about 55 points here in these last uh, just three games. Yeah, he's been hot the last little bit for us, really getting going. His on-base percentage has been fantastic all year. He's sitting at... Uh, over 400 on base percentage. Here's the one ball pitch that's inside. The great thing about McIntyre is he's really shown some pop this week, too. Had a big home run last night. Then he got the big hit against Oregon that gave the Cougars the lead. He hit one off the bottom of the wall and left when Oppo and Nice job by McIntyre. Great left fielder and also a reliever for BYU. Well, how about this stat? Mitch has had, Mitch has had two or more RBIs in five straight games. So 11 total RBIs in that span. has gone 8 for 21 and a hit in every game in that span. So he's, he's really starting to heat up, which is a good thing. 2-1 pitch. McIntyre takes that one down low. Well, the weather has relented at least for the next few minutes. A lot of blue sky as those last couple of squalls blew through down in the southern part of the valley. Now that pitch is up high, and McIntyre on with a one-out walk. Yeah, good at-bat there by Mitch. It's always a win when you're facing Walichek because he just dominates left-handers. It's so hard to get a hit off him, so you just find a way to get on base. And so far, 
you know, he got on base twice. Clough got on once by a hit by a pitch. You just find a way to get on base and let the other guys drive you in. Kringlin steps in. Keaton popped up to the shortstop his first time at the plate. And the first pitch, curveball on the inside corner for a strike. Well, final game of the homestand tomorrow, 1 o'clock, BYU-St. Mary's. I think the weather is supposed to be better. I think so, At least yeah. no precip. Going to be still a little around, chillier. Around maybe 50 degrees. Here's the 0-1, another curveball, and another strike. Which, 50 degrees in the sunshine feels great on that field. That's what we had last weekend against Portland, and it was beautiful. As long as there's not a ton of wind, that's the key. Here's the pitch. Waldachuk, that ball hit into left field, base hit by Keaton Kringlin, the BYU first baseman. That's a really good at-bat right there, down 0-2. He tries to jam him inside with a fastball, and Keaton just muscles it through the six hole on a pretty good piece of hit. Yeah, Diaz playing a little bit up the middle there, and Keaton able to hit it through the six hole. Yeah, the benefit of him playing double play depth, right? That's the key in baseball, though. Hit it with or not. Jaron Hall steps in. Jaron struck out his first time up. Hall, the freshman out of Spanish Fork, 6-1-2-10. You might see him try to push bunt right here and, and load these bases up for Sue. And no, I didn't look at a signal from Coach. I did not. Good idea with uh, Wallachuk, uh, you know, falling off the third base side. First baseman playing really deep, and Hall can just absolutely fly. And here's the first pitch in there. He showed bunt and pulled it back on a pitch that was well outside for ball one. That's one thing that Coach has done a really good job this year is he's utilized his team speed. We've bunted more this year than we have in probably the last two years combined. And in using these guys' athleticism in their favor, and it's really helped out a ton. McIntyre at second, Kringlin at first. Cougars trying to add to their 6 to nothing lead. And the pitch is a curveball that drops in for strike one. If you're watching on the W, it looks like just an absolutely beautiful spring day now with the sun and the shadows. No wind now. I mean, it's, Half an hour ago, you couldn't yeah. even see the, the plate because of the yeah. crazy snowstorm. Here's Waldachuk's 1-1 uh, pitch. And that ball is bunted right back to Waldachuk. He catches it up in the air for the first out. And that will bring up uh, Brian Sue and Boy on a punt. That's the only. That's the thing you can't do is pop it up. You, you might risk a double play, and also uh, no chance of advancing any runners. Yeah, good job though by uh, Mitch and Keaton on base to not be over aggressive there and get back to the bag so he didn't double them off. But you're right. It's the last thing you want to do on a bunt is pop it up. Brian Sue steps in. He's walked and singled. And Ken Waldachuk from the stretch, and that is a little bit low for ball one. Eric Valenzuela, the coach of St. Mary's, 155 and 
142 losses in his sixth season. Well, he's been there six years now. He came in after one year after Coach uh, Littlewood came in. What a turnaround he's had in this program. You'd mentioned that Cal State Santa Barbara, they uh, won in 7 6, a six run come from back, come from behind victory over USCB, who was uh, ranked number nine in the RPI poll. Now, yeah. they got so many polls. Yeah. They now have an RPI poll. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know that. It's crazy. <laughs> 1 and 0. Oh. That ball lined into left center field. That ball's going to drop in and score one. McIntyre scores easily. Kringland to third base, and the Cougars add another one on. They lead 7 to nothing on the base hit by Sue. And RBI single, his 13th RBI of the year. Yeah, got a fastball running away. He got it a little bit off the end of the bat, not on the full barrel, but had enough strength there to get it over the shortstop. And Keaton's able to go first to third. And Mitch is going to score easy with two outs. Waldachuk now 66 pitches, and now St. Mary's has sent some relievers down to the pen. We are, believe it or not, just in the bottom of the third inning. And Noah Hill, who has had a bunt single and has also flown out to left field, steps in. Hill checks his swing on a pitch that's uh, outside for a ball. And Sue there kind of yeah, lucky. stumbled yeah. or, or uh, slipped. Looks like he slipped and fell down. Very fortunate that the catcher didn't throw behind him. I think they might have picked him off. Fortunately, the, the catcher looked at third first for a back pick and didn't see Sue there. Ball and no strikes to Noah Hill, and that is inside for ball two. Well, Waldachuk, you can say, just not comfortable the entire night. Yeah, has not had good command at all, and he's got to come attack Noah here because you don't want to go to 3-0 with Brock Hill on deck. The last person you want to face in this inning right now is Brock. Two men out, runners at the corners, and that pitch is down low for ball three. You know, it's interesting there. The catcher's looking at first, first, and then he looks right at third. He's thinking that maybe they're trying to do a two-out play there where Sue falls down, and if he throws it, Keaton's going to go. And That's just not, not in the cards right now. If, if there was someone at third ran a little bit better, they might do that. Well, that, that might be a possibility, but up 6 nothing yeah. with Hale on, on deck. Yeah. I mean, you're up seven runs. you got Hale on deck, and Noah's been swinging the bat real good lately. Had two big knocks last night. Another hit tonight. Three and one the count. Probably see Sue take off here on a hit and run. And the pitch, and that's over for a call strike. Aldachuk just kind of backing off that fastball, just trying to throw strikes. Now, that one was at 85. Yeah, and that one was right down the middle. Here's the 3-2 runner going. Ball hit out toward Diaz, the shortstop. He's got it. He'll throw the first four of the out, and the Cougars are retired. They got one run. They got that one run on two hits. There were no errors, and two runners left on. We are through three full innings now, 7-0 Cougars over the Gales on your W.TV. New skin, BYU Sports Network.